You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast and check us out online at beardedtheologians.com. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. Uh, this week on the podcast, um, we were kind of looking around and kicking back some ideas, and so this week we dug back into the lectionary again, and uh, there was a certain line uh, in Second Corinthians this week that, that touched us. It's Second uh, Corinthians 5, 7. Uh, we live by faith and not by sight. And so, Zach, as you think about those words uh, attributed to Paul, what are some things that kind of come to mind to you? Well, it's interesting because we, we spend a lot of time on asking the question, where do you see God at work? Um, and trying to find these really tangible ways to um, to find God in our world, and and yet Paul's encouraging us here to live live by faith, not by sight, not by the things we can see and touch, but um, by the faith, knowing that man, God's there, God's at work, um, and and yet we live in this really tangible society that we want to see results, we want to see in in touch and feel and smell and and taste. Um, you know, all of these things, right? And uh, so this idea to, to, to go back and say, you know, this is, uh, faith is this. It's, it's believing, it's acting, it's seeing um, by faith, not by what we can physically touch and see and, and all, of those, all of those things. And yet, it's a really hard thing to do. That's a really hard concept because that's not the culture and society we live in. Uh, it's a very tangible one. Uh, even with even with relationships and things like that, we want to be able to at least have, be able to see someone, you know, or or sit down in front of them and have a cup of coffee. Um, even texting is more tangible than just knowing we have somebody out there, right? Um, and and so it, it places a really interesting conversation before us on. What does faith look like in a world that wants to touch and see and feel? Well, especially when we start talking about you um, looking as the world as it's moving more towards the, the VR, mm-hmm. <laughs> the virtual reality stuff. And mm-hmm. what does faith look like in that situation? And um, I don't know. I, I, pre- I prefer the tangible. Um, sure. You know, but I do understand that sometimes, like, you know, within, especially you look at our relationship, you know, we, you know, we see each other maybe once or twice a year. Um, but yet we talk to each other almost pretty much religiously every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those things, um, when we think about faith, the big struggle is, is like, <clears throat> I think we have to be careful talking about, um, we live by faith and not by sight. And it's not by, notice it doesn't say experience. Um, right. And I think that far too often, some of the reasons why people leave the church is because they felt like, you know, I didn't get anything out of worship. I didn't feel anything out of worship yeah. when it could be, you know, the, the scripture reading or the liturgy or the music, man, could have been like the best it had been all year. And mm-hmm. they could be like, just didn't have anything in it for me. Right. And right. I think that that's the, um, some of the struggle that we face as pastors is that you have people like, when they come to church, um, some will have that mentality. Like I did, just didn't feel it today. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and, and is that God abandoning me or, you know, and I think that the bigger thing is, is trying to broaden our horizon on what God, um, God, the experience of God really is. 
is bigger than what we want and, and right. that God will provide is God's always continually providing opportunities for us to acknowledge him and, and, and see God's presence. But um, it's that reality of, of seeing what is not there. And I always think of the um, Indiana Jones, you know, when he takes that first step and the, when he's looking for the chalice and he like takes that, like if you watch him take that first step, I mean, it's a real hesitant first step. And he like takes like the biggest, like, I mean, he almost like brings his leg up over his head before he like sets down. And to me, that's what faith is. It's, it's taking that step, realizing that there's going to be some vulnerability, there's going to be some cost, but being that, that, that urge, that, that movement forward to take that step and, and to live by faith um, means that you're willing to do that, not knowing what the outcome is, not knowing whether or not you'll succeed or fail, mm-hmm. but with the hope of experiencing God. And I think that, um, you know, if we take more attempts at opening ourselves up on how we can experience God, um, I bet we would open ourselves up and, and say, wow, I didn't, you know, I, I, you know, I didn't realize that praying the Lord's prayer corporately is just a holy and sacred thing because I just kind of went through the motions, but the time that I stopped and, and, you know, faithfully prayed it, it's amazing to see the, the, the impact that that made on me. And I think that that's something we can think about, especially in this day and age of, of having to be tangible, but mm-hmm. how can we be, how can we live out our faith in, in this world today? It's, Mm-hmm. I mean, it's never been easy, but I think that it's taking that first step and opening ourselves up and being willing <laughs> to experience something that we just fully will never fully understand. Well, and I, and I think that's right because you're right. Experience is, it, it's, um, oh, it's a dangerous thing. Um, because it's either we had a good experience or we had a bad experience. And, and like you said, so many people are like, well, I just, wasn't anything in it for me or I had a bad experience or, you know, this is in, in answering that question of why don't we go to church? Um, just in general, it usually comes down to, I had a bad experience. Um, but also this, this experience and faith, what we, what we find ourselves doing, like you said, is it, it, we limit ourselves to that experience. It has to be this, this, or this, right? Uh, I experience, you know, I always hear people, I experience God through camp or I experience God through praying or I experience God through music or, you know, whatever. And it's very singular. Uh, and then and when it comes back to that question of, well, where do you, you know, I went to worship today, but I didn't feel God present. Well, you're not allowing yourself to be fully present. I, I, I think uh, that's my opinion is we're not allowing ourselves to be fully present in those moments and experience God in a little bit different way uh, that maybe, you know, for a season prayer speaks to us. And, and when that season runs its course, you know, um, music or worship or the sermon or, or being a mission or whatever it is begins to speak to us in a different way that, that begins to fill us, fill us up. And that, that experience begins to change. Um or then in the church, we go, well, this is how I experience God. So this is how you have to experience God. And people are going, ah, it's not me. Um, and so we, we take the faith element out of it and just insert experience, my experience. And in, in, because I experience God this way, you have to experience God that way. And because I'm not experienced God in this way, there's no way you could be, right? Um, and we take that whole faith element out of it to have those tangible experiences, those tangible moments that we can physically hand someone, which is not, that's not it. That's not where, that's not where faith is. That's not what church is. That's not where worship is. Faith is being able to walk in the door, wherever that may be and go, here I am. I'm ready. I'm open. You know, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be intentional about 
where finding where God's speaking me today, and that may be different tomorrow. Um, in not being so focused on how do I grab onto God today, but just being the willingness to go, here I am. And that would be like just not only seeking that, that trying to grab onto God, but allowing God to grab you. And, yeah. And I think that far too often, and I think that that's at camp. At camp, we open ourselves up. Uh-huh. Camp, mission trip, Emmaus. Because right. we're supposed to, right? That's that's like, the intention. We can let our hair down. Mm-hmm. We can truly be vulnerable. And the moment that we allow that vulnerability in, that's, you know, the, the Spirit's always at work. I mean, I believe that God's right. always at work. But that right. moment that we let all that to come in, um, we feel that, that experience. And then, like, we want to take that to Sunday morning, but we don't. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we do uh, on our Sunday morning service, and I, I've no, I notice a difference when we do it and when we don't do it, is that when we process in, Chen and I go mm-hmm. to the trail and we pray. Um, and I notice that the Sundays we're not allowed to do that because it's bell choir or whatever we've got going right. on. Um, service to me feels a little bit different, and I don't necessarily. It's not that it's a bad service or. Sure. It feels a little bit different to me, and I don't feel like it centers me to be ready to be receiving of that spirit. And it's mm-hmm. kind of much like a preacher when we have a bad sermon and we're just like, man, that's a horrible sermon. Right. And then like everybody, when they come out to greet you, it's like, man, that like, that move, right. man, they're like touching you. And it's like, man, like why? Like that's, you know, okay. I have no idea what I'm um, doing. <laughs> um, uh, I'm glad you had that experience. And um, right. thanks for reminding me that God's bigger than I am. And, right. And I think that we have to open ourselves up be vulnerable to open ourselves up to the experience of God, whether it may be uh, in a familiar setting, whether it be at church and we center ourselves and we um, just open ourselves up uh, in a, in a centering kind of prayer way. Um, and we don't, you know, we don't allow ourselves to be distracted by our cell phones or our calendars or what do we got to do today, but just truly come and worship and just open ourselves up and to see um, what experience we may have. I noticed that when I do that, when I fully do that, when I fully am, and I call it fully present, when I'm fully present, right. it's amazing to see how things happen. And I think far right. too often we don't do what it takes to prepare ourselves for worship. And, and that's something that I'm trying to, to instill in my congregation is that like, you know, from, from nine thirty to 10 o'clock, man, I'm, I'm working to get in that zone. And it's kind of like, you know, I've, I've talked to people about this. It's kind of like the athlete who gets ready uh, to compete, you know, they've got their music on and they're, you know, they're doing their thing. And, and every now and then I need to do that. So people may see me around with my music on and me doing, you know, whatever. Um, but you know, every now and then, I mean, a lot of times it's, it's me just coming down and, and, and praying. Um, and, right. And I think that that's, it's amazing to see how, when we center ourselves, that when we open ourselves up to the faith, the, what we can't see becomes seen. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's the difference, you know, when we do camp or mission or, you know, those things that are specifically centered around where we, we can truly retreat and pour ourselves in, you know, the question becomes, uh, here I am. Um, and then when we're home and a normal thing and, and life is all around us, it's, it's, <laughs> where are you, God? You know, and, and, and it's because we're looking for it in, in our day-to-day lives. We're looking for God in those day-to-day lives. Like, and like I said, trying to grab onto it rather than, like you said, letting God grab onto us. And, and I think it's the difference in that, in, in that question, how we present ourselves of, you know, here I am, as opposed to where are you at? 
you know, and uh, instead of allowing ourselves just the openness and to be, to be humble and, and just vulnerable, vulnerability is a big thing, which I don't think we allow ourselves to do on worship on Sunday mornings as a whole um, for a lot of reasons, you know, whether it's just being distracted because life is all around us or just not wanting to be, to be in that space. Um, as, as a people, I don't think we like being vulnerable. I mean, and, and, and maybe that's the thing uh, for us to, uh, for the next week. Um, uh, we have to open ourselves up and, and, and maybe be willing to be vulnerable in doing that. Uh, you know, make note of that. See what, see how God works on you and works through you and see. Um, and, and if it may mean like when you're getting ready for worship, as you're getting, I mean, I know like, we're we're a uh, we're a uh, I don't use the word blended. We're a worship service that uh, that utilizes a hymnal. Uh-huh. So as you're getting your things, you know, organized, maybe um, you get that organized quicker and and stop and say, you know, you know, maybe recite the Psalm forty six ten. Be still and know that I'm God, and just pray. Yeah. Um, and, and open yourself up to that meditation. And then as worship begins and you uh, enter into that presence of worship of, of allowing yourself to be grabbed by God or you grabbing God, uh, wherever, whatever you need, um, or maybe both, maybe you need both, um, open yourself up to that, uh, and allowing the spirit to drive you. I think you'd be intrigued to see uh, what happens and what God's really trying to reveal to you. Cause I think far too often you'll do that. And, um, I've noticed lately when I'm reading something and I have like my sermon notes and I'm all like, you know, like spend a week mm-hmm. on this thing. And, right, right. And, and all of a sudden, like maybe I'll read the scripture and this thing that just will come out to me and like, Oh, I got to talk about that. that I got to talk about this like, now. Right? Like, yeah. like, that's what God's grabbing me at right. now. And this needs to be proclaimed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's something that if we can, if we are vulnerable to that and opening yeah. up ourselves uh, then I think our congregants and people around us will, will want to be intrigued by that. And so uh, yeah. maybe this way, just open yourself up um, and see what, how, see how God give God an opportunity to grab you, but then also f- open yourself up to give yourself the opportunity to grab God. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Vulnerability is hard. So go out and do it. Just <laughs> do it. Just do it. Um, we want to encourage you. Um, we still got a, f- a few weeks left in our uh, UMC memes competition. Uh, yes. You can post those on our Facebook page. We've had several posts up. Uh, we know some of you are now in reflection mode of your annual conferences. And um, as you're reflecting, please feel free to, <laughs> to create even more memes. And, and uh, you know, you may have one that you, uh, you know, maybe you need to share just with us in a private message and we won't post yes. it um, because we know how sometimes uh, vulnerability in regards to, putting ourselves out there and, and those ways are not necessarily a good thing uh, in these kind of settings. Um, but we want to put, put that on, on our Facebook page and uh, whoever gets the most likes, uh, the top three, we have different prizes for you and uh, we'll make sure you, we get those out to you. And uh, I don't even know if we have three, I think we have four. <laughs> so so yeah. we, we may have a certificate for the fourth place person. <laughs> <laughs> Participation trophy. <laughs> I know what we could do. They could get a Matt Franks sign <laughs> picture. There you go. I wouldn't do go. that to anybody. Um, but we headshots. We're uh, we're thankful for you, our listeners, and we encourage you to to like us and share us uh, throughout your social media circles of influence. Uh, but also go on our um, website or go to Apple, wherever you listen to this and leave us a review. So that way we can um, 
you know, uh, get our name out there because the more you do that, the, the more opportunities it gives other people to, to find out about us. Um, and we are planning on probably in the month of July, if we have any reviews, we will read those on air just because we think they would be fun and funny. Uh, you know, you know, you know the drill five stars and then write anything you want to about us. Right. Uh, as long as you give us the five stars, you can write anything you want. Right. Um, and so for the bearded theologians, I'm Matt Franks. I'm Zach Bechtold. Thanks for checking us out. We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we'd encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.